Have you ever wondered how you can use curiosity to grow as an expert? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today because being curious isn't as annoying or bothersome as you think. We'll talk about why and we're going to discuss how being curious can actually make you better at what you're already amazing at. Are you ready? She's on a business writing mission To make sure you know what words to say So that what you deserve is what you'll get paid Because storytelling changes everything Get pumped for the epic knowledge in today's episode of Your Business Story This is episode 2 of season 2 Using Curiosity to Grow as an Expert So in season one of the Your Business Story podcast, I ran into a theme that I knew I wanted to explore further, curiosity. I've noticed that the people who are most successful, most gracious to themselves, and live in a mode of want instead of need are extremely curious. And that's why I wanted to dive deeper into curiosity as a purposeful theme for season two. So it's not on accident this time, guys. Today, we're going to talk about using curiosity to grow as an expert. For some of us, myself included, curiosity is natural. We spend hours of time thinking about the why behind almost everything. And by we, I mean... Yes, the natural, cur- naturally curious people. I even wondered one time why eggs taste so good. <laughs> if you don't like eggs, I totally understand. After kid number three, I needed to take a break from eggs for a year because I couldn't even stand the smell of them during my pregnancy. But in general, people love eggs because our brains realize that eggs are super high in nutrition, good fat, Lots of protein, boom, our brains say that eggs are delicious for most of us. But what if you're not naturally curious and you don't sit down to eat breakfast and think, hmm, why does my brain like eggs so much? Well, the great thing about curiosity is that you can cultivate it over time. And when it comes to your business, there are lots of opportunities to be curious if you know where to look. But before we get into the different dimensions of curiosity and how we can activate them, let's talk about how the professional world views curiosity at this moment by looking at a few recent statistics, or if you're listening, by listening to a few recent statistics. There is a theme that is becoming more prevalent on LinkedIn, actually, and we're going to talk about LinkedIn because It's what I would call the professional network. It is not a social media platform in that you're not going there to see how your second cousin's uncle is having fun on a fishing trip, right? Um, Whether it's from employers incorporating curiosity into job postings or from individuals engaging with information about curiosity, LinkedIn data tells us that from 2020 to 2021, Engagement with company posts that address curiosity increased by 158%. Also, according to that same data, there has been a 90% increase in job ads mentioning curiosity in just the past year, 
an 87% increase in the mention of skills connected to inquiry, and a 71% increase in member posts and shares that reference curiosity. More than half of managers strongly agree that curiosity has become more important over time. That's 51% of managers. That curiosity drives real-world company impact. That's what 59% of them said. And that employees with greater curiosity perform better. Again, 51% agreed to that. Nearly three-fourths of managers, around 72%, think that curiosity is an extremely valuable characteristic in employees. The majority also think that this quality is essential for all employees, regardless of their position or status within a certain company. So if you are prepared to level up or engage your curiosity, you're doing something that will help you practically in your profession. Saying a sentence like that 30 years ago, that curiosity is good and that you should really just dive into it actually would have been met with a lot of skepticism because in order for system-based groups to function without friction, they need to stomp out curiosity. This means governments, corporations, your local quilting club, you get it. Curiosity can create amazing opportunities for innovation, but in general, it also slows things down. I can't help but think of Star Wars when I talk about this. It doesn't matter which side a Star Wars character is on or a Star Wars fan is on. Both the Rebellion and the Empire slash First Order slash whatever other iteration of the Empire there is are both extremely interested in stomping out curiosity because it gets in the way of conformity. Yeah, at this point in history, some system-based groups are willing to allow curiosity, though, to come in and mess up all of their plans because the statistics show that this will ultimately yield better plans and outcomes. And now that I have finally fit a Star Wars reference into this podcast, let's talk about how to engage curiosity based on the five dimensions it exists in. Think of these dimensions as different flavors of curiosity. All right, the five dimensions of curiosity. In order to best understand these dimensions, we should probably define curiosity itself first, right? Okay. A typical definition of curiosity is that it is the awareness, pursuit, and drive to investigate new, unclear, complicated, and confusing phenomena. When there is a chance to learn something new, a sense of curiosity can exist. All right, let's take a few seconds for our sponsor break because their business stories matter too. Why is copywriting important? Have you ever thought about where to start when it comes to copywriting? In Kristen's complimentary 20-minute masterclass, you'll learn why copywriting is important, how non-strategic copy ruins your brand, and what using informed copywriting in your business can do. It's time for you to stop spending thousands of dollars on copy and content that isn't clear or confident. Get the information you need to understand why copywriting is essential to your business's goals and growth today. Head to literarysymmetry.com forward slash why copy W-H-Y-C-O-P-Y to watch today. 
And now that Kristen is disconcertingly caffeinated, back to the show. Curiosity is caused by a drive to pursue new experiences in order to observe what results, to predict one's own response, or to learn about the responses of others. In short, curiosity is the it, curiosity is like dying to answer the questions why and how. That's one of the reasons why you hear two-year-olds always asking those questions and three-year-olds. Curiosity also wants to put the answers to why and how into different contexts based on the individual asking those questions and that individual's personal desires or the pursuits that they have. Now that we know what curiosity is, we can talk about the five dimensions, which are, are you ready? Happy exploring, sensitivity to lack, increased ability to handle stress, social searching, and looking for thrills. So there have there were three studies that people did in order to find out what dimensions of curiosity exist. And it was a sample size of over 4,000 people. And in all of them, they found five common types of curiosity. And here, how, here are how those types break down. Happy exploring means that you are curious and search out discovery because it brings you joy. That's your motivation. Indiana Jones would qualify as this type, but so does a scientist who stares at cells all day through a microscope, hoping to find an undiscovered form of fungi. Sensitivity to lack is a curiosity born out of need. For example, if I want to be able to afford organic food so that my family has better nutrition, I will be curious about ways to make more money because organic food is expensive. The need is for healthier food, which is more expensive, and the curiosity then is based on that need. The next dimension is increased ability to handle stress. And this one shows up because we all go through different levels of stress, right? And some of us want to be able to handle that stress better. This means we might get curious about what is causing the stress in our lives and how we can build a better tolerance for that stress or reduce it. Self-help authors, for example, are usually extremely curious about how to manage some specific type of stress in life, and this leads them to write a book about it. Social searching is a dimension of curiosity that's driven by the fact that humans are and generally like to be connected to each other. If I want to help another human being who's going through a difficult moment, I might be curious about what I could do to help them. This is why we have traditions and practices around grief. They were born out of social curiosity. We also see this in the neurodivergent community because individuals in that community sometimes have difficulty understanding social cues. And once they realize there are social cues they might not be sensing, they often get extremely curious about why and how these cues function. The next one and last one is looking for thrills, number five. It's the dimension of curiosity that causes humans to jump out of perfectly functioning airplanes. But this type of curiosity isn't limited to extreme situations. It can also be the reason that someone is willing to spend countless hours creating a miniature or stitching a quilt. In this case, the thrill comes from experiencing the end result and sharing it with others. Curiosity helps you grow as a professional, no matter which dimension sounds interesting for you to focus on right now, 
Because it changes the way you think and it helps you ask questions that naturally lead to growth. And rewarding your brain for asking these types of questions by answering them, and yes, even vague answers or resulting follow-up questions count as answers, will only encourage your brain to keep asking questions, which will propel you to further growth. Spanx started because Sarah Blakely was curious about what she could wear under white pants that wouldn't show anything from the outside of the pants, right? Post-it notes were created because a scientist named Spencer Silver created a light adhesive and wondered what he could use it for. Insert a joke about Romy and Michelle's high school reunion here. If you've seen it, you know. If you're having difficulty engaging your curiosity when it comes to your profession, look at the five different dimensions of curiosity to think about which one interests you most right now. Then make a list of five to 10 questions related to that dimension that you can sit and think about. Also, journaling counts as thinking. Here are a few questions that you can start with that will work whether you work for yourself or for someone else. Are you ready? What are some things related to your profession that you naturally wonder about? How can you be more purposefully curious about those things? Are there any areas of lack in your position or your company that you can ask more questions about? What would it take to change those areas of lack into areas of abundance? What things about work are stressing me out? This is a great question. (laughs) What can I do so that these activities are not as stressful for me? And do I actually need to be investing time in these activities? Yes, that is a valid thing you should be extremely curious about. What can we do to better use the unique abilities of each individual at work, myself included? And how would changing the social setting help us do things in a less stressful, more creative way? And finally, this is one of the best ones, I think. What goal is terrifying but would feel really good to accomplish? And what big transformation can we work toward that scares us just enough to have a really big payoff? And then I have a few bonus questions, which I find especially helpful to me personally. What is the thing that I'm worst at right now when it comes to my professional work? What would it look like to take that worst thing and turn it into my best thing? And what would I have to do to make that happen? That question can literally transform not just your work life, but your life life. Now that you know that curiosity can actually be a superpower for your career, To the point that organizations are actually looking for curiosity, next time you have a thought that takes you down a rabbit hole, why not spend a few minutes figuring out where that rabbit hole leads? Thanks for listening to this episode based on discovering your own curiosity stories. You are amazing. I believe in you and your business story matters. Talk soon. We love helping business owners discover the power and purpose of copywriting. Do you want to learn what copy is and how copywriting works so that you can communicate about your business with both confidence and clarity? Explore why copy matters to your business and how you can leverage its power to talk to your ideal clients in a way that will take them through proven sales psychology processes. Stop guessing when it comes to the writing you use for your business. Learn how copy works and how to use it to grab the attention of those who really need your help by heading to literarysymmetry.com forward slash YCCA 
to enroll in the Your Confident Copy Academy right now. And like my mama always says, your business story matters. Hey, <laughs> I don't sound like that. Let's do. <laughs>